Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, and welcome to week 16. This is the final week of the NFFL playoffs, and we are crowning both a booty champ and a junk champion at the end of this week. Now, we've got a packed pod for you. We're going to cover is Dwayne Haskins actually a saint helping the industry? We'll, of course, preview this week. And then finally, JKK digs into the history of the onside kick. Enjoy and hope you all have a great day. My other hot seat is Dwayne Haskins, I guess. I guess we're shaming Dwayne Haskins yes. for being horny. Uh, uh, he had an idiot. He street attended, cred, though. Street cred. He attended a strip club. He no longer has diarrhea, uh, so he's relatively healthy now. Went to a fine establishment on Sunday night after the game. Probably just to get food. Big win. Probably to pick up food like Lou Williams. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was not wearing a mask or whatever. And uh, his coach is undergoing chemotherapy. So he's like, hey, I'd appreciate it if you didn't get me sick and Kill actually me. become yeah. a coach killer, Dwayne. Mm -hmm. um, so this is the second time this year Dwayne Haskins has violated protocol because he's horny. So uh, I don't know if he's going to be a football was it a football team? Football team what member. Can I, uh, uh, exactly. You need a fucking mascot. The uh, Ryan, not going to be a football team. Ryan Ryan <laughs> Leaf saying uh, it. It's like I'm looking in the mirror when talking about Dwayne Haskins. Not good. Yeah. Ryan Leaf said that. And he's looked in a lot of mirrors. Yeah. Uh, so. I think. Well, listen. Here's where I question his decision making, and a lot of people could misinterpret this. I said going to a strip club on Sunday is just, in general, not a smart idea. Sunday's not a good strip club day. That's a fact. Uh, uh, Big Cat? No. If you go Sunday, you got to go Sunday morning for the breakfast. No, no, no. But here's the thing. the uh, I don't know what's going on in a pandemic year, but there is, if you're in an NFL city, Sunday night is actually pretty fucking sweet because everyone knows the NFL team goes out and essentially you have, like, the city to yourself. Well, I'm just saying you smart quarterback, in my book, would either go Monday for $5 buckets or you go on Thursday for the lunch, steak, and shrimp combo. Maybe Sunday for breakfast. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, so, listen, we're we're saying – I guess we're just horny shaming Dwayne Haskins. He's the horniest quarterback. Well, and quarterback. also the whole, like, putting his coach at No, it's just It's just sex shaming, big cat. Yeah. Uh, he's putting it – you know what? You know what he's doing? No one's ever needed to go to a strip club that badly. Dwayne Haskins does. Nope. All the time. <laughs> and so I recreated his night. I did a little forensic investigation. He had strippers over to his house during the game. They were wearing his jersey during the daytime. Okay. So he comes home, and he's like, I've got strippers at my house. I know where we should go. I, we should go to the strip club. Where the stri why, I have to bring them home why, to the strip club where they live. He was dropping them off yeah, he, yeah. at work. He's like, well, we got to bring them back to where <laughs> they came at home. He was dropping yeah. them off at work, and he decided that he would go in and make sure that they got in safely, mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. Makes sense. Uh, but, I mean, we don't think about... We don't think about the pandemic affecting dancers, exotic dancers, That's because true. it does. Like what what Dwayne Haskins is doing is is no different by means of drawing attention than what Dave Portnoy is doing with restaurants. Dwayne Haskins is just drawing attention to the plight of the unemployed exotic dancer right now. All right, I can get down with that. Um, yeah, he's he's helping he's helping these young ladies out. He's uh, probably going to be cut this week. Yeah, he so, should be, and he probably should be. Yeah, and then we're going to have Montez come in, uh, who has not. Played. Well, no, Taylor, he Taylor Heineke. Montez, Montez Sweat. We got two Montezes. Yeah. All right, everybody. The final week podcast without Vince, but we do have Gabe and now reoccurring guest Brooks Lively. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? So good, man. How are you? You know, I'm down 18, but I'm feeling okay. Brooks, what about you, man? How you doing? Did you watch that BYU game just, you know, tonight? Brooks, are you still – there you are, buddy. I, I was just asking you about the BYU game, but apparently you couldn't hear me. I don't know what happened. But, yeah, how about that BYU game, huh? Dude, that game was out of control. Zach Wilson will potentially be on somebody's fantasy team next year. He might be. Yeah, that's my kind of BYU game, just super relaxing and boring. Yeah, I'm into I, uh, that kind I, of stuff. I looked at his stats. If we just did standard fantasy football scoring in the first quarter, he had 26 points. <laughs> he had in the first quarter two rushing touchdowns, a passing touchdown, over 200 passing yards. He even had 16 yards receiving. 
it was ridiculous. That was awesome. That was awesome. Is this guy is this guy better than Taysom Hill? You know he's different than Taysom Hill, but uh, the hope would be yes that he's better because you know Taysom Hill's starting career was short lived. <laughs> also, this guy played through multiple seasons, which I don't think Taysom Hill ever did. Um, what's up? Not his legs, at least. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk some football. Uh, did you guys see the Steelers last night? They uh, lost. Brooks. Oh yes, yes. That was so, nuts. As Vince would call it, they are frauds. They've lost three games in a row to not as good of teams, right? At least two yeah. of them are not that good. Yeah. Uh, I had a in my other league. This uh, one team needed ten points from Juju Smith-Schuster and uh, and and Eric Ebron, and to to stay out of like you know the equivalent of the junk bowl, and they got negative point six points out of it. <laughs> the Steelers are trash. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty brutal. Wait, wait, so you have two players? Yeah. Would be considered flex players, and you end up with negative points out of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Like you know how ESPN's doing that, like percentage of you know your win percentage or something for the second game of the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, it was just it was like way leaning towards that person. They only need ten points, and then it was a it was a wild turn of events. But, uh, yeah, Steelers, that was brutal. That was brutal. Uh, What are you guys doing for freaking Christmas, man? We are like three days away from Christmas while we're recording this. Who knows? This might come out on Christmas. Probably Christmas Eve, if I had to guess. But what are you guys doing? You know, man, not too much. I think, uh, I mean, football and ice fishing, that's this whole between now and the 4th of January. That's it. It's my whole life. That's pretty cool. That's pretty rad. I'm not doing anything, Matt and and Gabe. I'm just uh, trying to not get COVID and chilling, you know. So, not not doing any family stuff. Just hanging out. That seems socially responsible of you. Cleaning the house. Uh, yeah, not working. So, I'm uh, I'm probably gonna about go, you, Matt. I'm just gonna go see different friends and family every day for a week straight so uh i'll let you know how covid feels when it hits (laughs) um well that's all right it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a real good time and uh let's see gabe you were talking about actually watching football uh there's like three games Mm. on saturday right or wait, when's Christmas? Christmas is on Friday. Friday game. Okay, Friday there's a, game there's between even a Saints Friday and Minnesota. Game. You're right. Which is the Christmas Day game. That's right. Is that like a tradition? The Vikings and the Saints uh, play. I don't know. Is the NFL just like know. trying to compete with the NBA and they're like, we got games too. Like I don't. I feel like Friday football, like Friday afternoon football, is not a thing. <laughs> it is now, I, baby. We've had some really extra nfl days we have this year like yeah. tuesday wednesdays fridays it's been a year I, it doesn't seem that bad of a year if we, i'm okay with spreading football out for sure like that's rad yeah we got friday three games on saturday and a game on monday like that is awesome <laughs> you know how much family when we go like baseball you can style. ignore family for four out of seven days that's pretty special <laughs> Uh-huh. That's awesome. Um, I heard like the Lions all got COVID or something like that, or their pra- their facilities have it. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, I, I think uh, three players got COVID. And then on a similar note, uh, Dwayne Haskins for the Washington Airways <laughs> also almost got out of the strip club. That that's going to be the best story of the week, right there. Did you hear that one, Brooks? I saw some headlines, but I haven't. Yeah, you didn't need to click on it. I haven't peeped the story. <laughs> I don't think the story would tell you much more than the headlines. Like him <laughs> and James Harden like to go to certain clubs. He wasn't wearing a mask, and things probably got rubbed on his face. That things would be COVID particles. 
<laughs> not something else. Keeping this family friendly this week. Uh, yeah, that's a great story. Um, and then uh, before we jump into this week's matchups, here's the exciting news. If you guys remember last week, Vince was like, oh, wait, I do care about winning third place because there's like $40 in it. So maybe I'll try as if he wasn't going to try anyway. Vince, I've got news for you, Gabe, news for you and me. We upped the entry fee by double this year. So it is $200 if you win the booty, 120 if you get second, and 80 if you get third. So there's some money. There's some money to be won this week. And uh, I like that, dude. Yeah, man. I, I like that a lot. It's kind of cool. Plus uh, a trophy that I can see. And I just want you to know if uh, you win it, I am going to rub my body all over it before I send it to you. And maybe that turns you on. Maybe you're going to be disgusted by it and you should Clorox wipe it. I'll let you decide when you get it. Thank you. I, and I won't let you know which of the two I do. <laughs> I do want to see a picture of you licking it, though. <laughs> um, let's, let's talk. Um, I've, I've got a, an order for this week. Um, we'll start with the least important game. Uh, Brooks, the exciting thing is that means you get to talk very soon <laughs> because we're talking we're talking about your game. This is the game for seventh place. Yeah. The winner gets seventh place. It's you versus Dan. So if you guys want to pull that up, I'll tell you what we're working with. Brooks is up by twenty seven points already. Um, I'm ready to be Dan for a third time this year. Um, are you would it be a third win in a row or yeah uh, third, three in a, against him is that true yep. mm-hmm. oh. yeah brooks tell us more about that well you know he came in pretty hot the first game he was doing well and you know his team was actually doing pretty good and he was talking smack and i i'm not very good at talking smack so i can't remember what i said back but oh i just said you know it'd be pretty embarrassing it'll be embarrassing when you lose to me i think and he lost. And then it was just all downhill from there, you know? So, that's, he just, I think he's lost to everybody now since then. And uh, he's about yeah. to lose to me again. Oh, except he did beat Jake, but I don't know, man. I don't know what that's saying much. Um, he, but he kept him out of, the, out of the junk bowl, so good for him. But, um, you know, it's not looking good for him with, you know, being – Going into this, how many points down is he? Where's the? I can't see what I can't see things. Oh, he's twenty-seven points down. Twenty-seven right now. And I think the projected total is like almost a forty-five point difference. So I don't know. It doesn't matter. (laughs) And I'm not beating him again. You made me go look into his schedule. The only people who never beat him this year was. Uh, Tommy lost to him by seven points in their one matchup. And uh, and you're right, Jake just never beat him this year. But then again, Jake is definitely in the jump game, so that would make sense. <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. Wait, anything else we want to I'm looking, I'm looking at here? your team. Where did your name come from? Most but. There's this TV show. I couldn't even tell you what it is. So, my wife... Sometimes when she gets bored and is working on the computer a lot, she just watches like whatever TV shows are like on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. And there's this TV show that got canceled like after a season where the girl, the whole whole story is like, she was like ugly in high school and she got voted in the yearbook most butt. (laughs) And we, but then she ends up being like hot or whatever. And the whole, you know, she's the star of the TV show, but we just think it's funny and we call things most but and that's what my team's been lately and it's done a little better than most but but not but it's it's interesting though because if you google most but no. it really takes you to a lot of searches that did not lead me to the show that i thought it would take me to <laughs> i'll have to find it yeah. not that it really matters that much but we think it's funny well brooks i'm looking at your team man you've got kyler murray and uh you know Earmuffs, Russell Wilson, earmuffs. I'm starting to wish I had him and not. <laughs> Russ has been pink in the last few weeks, and Kyler's been he so has. hot. 
He has. Yeah, you I have that. Russell Wilson in another league, and I'm a I'm a Seattle fan, and it's been a little rough the last couple of weeks. So, it's and been a little you, brutal. You've got Aaron Jones on your team, which I'm going to tell you, if Dan had him on his team, he would have already traded him to you. He does that. <laughs> he does that with Packers. Um, but but you don't have great matchups this week, man. You really don't. Your your players are playing some tough teams. And Dan's yeah. matchups are a little easier, um, but his team's just not very good. So yeah, that, that's, that's going to hurt Dan. Um, Gabe, you got any thoughts on uh, Dan Afgar's team? You know, I, I feel bad for him. Last week, you kind of hit him for riding the hot hand with Tim Patrick, and then he comes up with like 1.9 points. You just shit on his team last week, <laughs> and that's exactly what he served up because of you. Well, not all of my fortune telling went well. I can tell you that. Um, he's got the Patriots defense. And if I remember what the internet's mm. telling me, it's like the first time the Pats aren't going to the playoffs. And I don't know, since any of us ever had children, Gabe, your dogs can count. It's cool. Or the kid you might have had in high school. Like, it's been forever since the Pats have not been in the playoffs. I. I don't think the Patriots defense is anything special. And I don't think I'd start really any defense against Buffalo. That's just kind of dumb. It was there, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't there a point last year where Al keeper? Yeah, the Patriots, the Patriots D was nuts last year. Yeah. Um, and now we've got Amari Cooper who got – 0.3 last week and he's playing against Gabe your Eagles so it sounds like Amari Cooper's probably just going to get negative points I'm I'm looking at Juju. I'm looking at Dan's team most of Dan's players are not going to the playoffs like the NFL playoffs he's got like two guys who are going to the actual playoffs his team is not not winners okay so, I'm going to say it, Brooke. Your team is up by 27. I'm going to say you go up at least 10 more points this week and you win by 37 plus. Seventh Booyah. place. Se- seventh place. Make sure you put something up on the wall in that new beautiful home you built. Seventh place yep. and let your kids know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Gabe, you going to debate that one or agree? I There's no debate there. <laughs> Uh, well, I know you're a master debater, so I thought we could have done that. Um, okay, next game. The next least important game is the fifth place game. Fifth and sixth place, Matt Francisco versus Alex. Um, Alex is up by 53, so I don't know if we're going to have a lot <laughs> to say about this game and comebacks. Uh, you guys got any thoughts on either of these dudes? I mean, Lamar Jackson is probably not – wasn't worth where he drafted him, but he's really stepped it up the last few weeks. Kind of ever so. since he pooped his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's that's been – that's what – that's how – I think that's how Alex beat me. I was hoping when maybe we now it doesn't matter, maybe I could beat Alex for like the first time in years. But it's just – once again, I don't know. Alex just has my number, and uh, Lamar Jackson really sealed the deal. He he has Kittle in his lineup. Yeah, George Greg Kittle. I love it. Is, like, I hope he plays. Is, I don't know. I, I don't is know. he actually coming back? Yeah. Like, what's the point? Why would why would San Francisco risk that? I don't know. Are, do they even have a chance in the playoffs? No, they're eliminated. They got eliminated last week. Why would you put Kittle back in there? Like, let him heal up. Yeah. Uh, He's, like, the best thing they have. It's true until Zach Wilson is drafted on their team next year, which <laughs> I typed in mock draft. Apparently, CBS Sports pays the most money. They were the first one to pop up. I clicked. I scrolled. I scrolled. I scrolled. I was like, oh, crap. Zach Wilson's not in the top 10. But he was number 14, and he was going to San Francisco, according to CBS Sports. And I was like, Yes. Um, other things on Alex's team, he doesn't have, Zeke's not playing this week. Is, is Alex going to keep Zeke for like, what feels like the third or fourth year in a row? I mean, probably. I, I'm very interested in what Alex has to say about this whole Zeke versus Pollard debate. 
Uh, you know, they go out, yeah. they draft Pollard. Zeke's kind of going downhill every year. And then you have this amazing shifty back in Pollard. And they're like, ah, oh, crap, why did we pay Zeke $100 million or whatever? Yeah. And he's just going to get fat. I'm calling it right now. He's got he's got the fat guy bones. He's going to get there. Um, he also has J.D. McKissick on his team, who I figure definitely, like, touched the ball that Haskins had. We all know Haskins <laughs> rubbed it. He motorboated some COVID and then touched a ball and gave it to McKissick. And so I imagine everybody over there in Washington has COVID. Um. Matthew Francisco, we're not forgetting about you, right, guys? We're not going to forget about him. Um, you got Aaron Rodgers, and he's exciting. Um, that was good. I don't know. I don't, he probably drafted him somewhere, but that was probably a good good pick for him. Yeah, dude, Rodgers is awesome. And th- you know what? This week, if you like football, Aaron Rodgers, Sunday night football against Tractor Cito. I'm sticking with that one. It's going to be a good game. Um, that's going to be a great game. Both of those teams need the win. Like, I hope that's just a crazy shootout. Um, I'm going to say it. Matt, I don't have much else to say about your team. You're probably just glad that you're somehow competing for fifth because, like, two weeks ago, you were scared you were going to be in the junk bowl. So, <laughs> what a rise you made. Congrats on that. Um. You guys got anything to say about uh, Matt Firefighter D. Francisco's team that had a horrible week last week? I mean, his team. When I look at it, it's not. It's not bad. Just was it just a bad week? It was. I don't know. He had a bad week. Alex had a good week. It just made for a fifty-three point difference. And yeah. uh, I'm going to say Alex and Matt have it close this week. Like Alex outscores him by five, six points. Uh, but I don't see Matt DeFrancisco outscoring Alex by 53 or 54 points. Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. We'll, get, we'll give some but love you... to Matt DeFranny too. Like if you look, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's doubtful. Michael Thomas is dead. Mike Davis might get replaced by Christian McCaffrey. Um, like – He's got a lot of crap just happening where they're just sitting on his bench. Some of like those three great players. So sorry, bro, but everything you have left is kind of crap. Yeah, that's well said, right? It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Let's have, look, can we have that moment? Robin Williams, Matt Damon. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Now, Matt, you hug me and we cry. It's a great movie. Um. Okay. The next least important game but this one's important sorry dan brooks and alex and matt your games weren't that important now we're talking about the third place game vince versus tommy this is for 80 bucks and to be on the podium and what's crazy is this game is crazy close it's 0.6 tommy's advantage that's awesome in my opinion what do you guys think about this matchup I don't know. My solid. Still, oh wait, it is pulled up now. There we go. Mm. All right, Brooks, let me let me have a look. See here. Take, me? take a look. I'm still still looking. Hmm. I will Man. say while uh, while some... Tommy or said not Tommy while Brooks looks that up, dude. Like he's got some people that are kind of blowing up, and then some that are disappearing, but. I mean, Drew Brees should be back, so Alvin Kamara is going to look really good again without Taysom Jack and some, like, uh, goal line stuff. Vulturing. Yeah, vulturing is the correct word. I mean, he's David Montgomery, now that Matt Nagy's not calling anything, David Montgomery's looked amazing. Um, oh, my gosh. There's, there's some big upside. Miles Sanders, now that uh, Jalen Hurts is running, he opens up Sanders a ton. Like all his guys yep. are kind of hitting their sweet spot here at the end with or wherever their sweet spot was. It's opening back up again here at the end of the season for him. And he's got Will and Lutz, then, so come on. One L Will Lutz. Look at his opponent ranks. He has no bad matchups this week either. Like it's looking good for Vince. I gotta you mentioned Montgomery, Gabe. I gotta think, uh Vince, you're keeping him, right? Like He's the number six running back, and you got him in the seventh round. 
Like, that's a steal. I mean, we'll figure that out, I guess. But that's a pretty good setup right there. Um, Deshaun Watson was money. And I know Logan Thomas has got to be, like, Vince's 11th tight end this season. But he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, Alex Smith going to be back this week? What have you guys heard? Uh, I just mention him every night in my prayers, so I don't. You I do? don't. I don't know, but you know, it's, it's a great story. So I hope so. No, it's, it's a cool story. I, I but they were really like Washington was really moving with him. It was pretty pretty cool to see. Um, yeah. All right. But it did seem like Dwayne Haskins did did have a thing for Logan Thomas last week. He Logan did. Thomas is like the only passing option out there. I don't. Anyway. Um, looking at Tom. sorry, yeah. What are you apologizing for? I'm just, you, I don't know. You're just dropping hard facts and then apologizing. We don't need that. <laughs> but uh, so with uh, Tommy's team, though, I mean Patrick Mahomes just could. Although he's wait, yeah, playing against the Falcons, like that could be huge. Oh, yeah. He could put up 50 points. Right. Uh, Nick Chubb against the Giants or the Jets. 50 um, points right there. So now <laughs> he's already at 100. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, Robert Woods against the the Seahawks. 30 points. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be huge. I don't know. So this could be really interesting. This is going to be tough. I see he's got Benny Snell in there, and that's, like, the only good player on the Steelers, uh, according to the last, like, three weeks of football. So, well done. Well done on that one, Tommy. Huh. I kind of – like yeah. I was all hyped on Vince's team, but now I'm kind of hyped on Tommy's team. I don't know. So, who, I don't know who to go for. I mean, he's even ESPN's – Yeah, go pro- ahead. ESPN's projected total has – has Vince winning at two fifty nine to Tommy's two forty seven, but I, so I that really say, could go either way. I'm gonna say Vince outscores Tommy by one point this week, but <laughs> but Tommy's are only up by zero point six, so Vince wins by less than five yards rushing. How about that? Wow. And that that's a that's a big move for for Vince. He took last place last year, so third place this year. Vince, tip the cap to you, man. Way to go! That's a huge turnaround. All right, pretty jealous. <laughs> I'm gonna let uh, Gabe. You get to make the pick here. Are we talking the junk bowl or the booty bowl next? They're both important or oh, not man. important. Let uh, let's talk about. Let's freaking talk about the booty. Okay. That's you and me. That's you and me. Gabe's ready. Gabe's away for this all night. Go for it, Gabe. You you can you can rip down on me right now, man. You my team crapped the bed last week. <laughs> Actually, I got nothing bad to say about you, bro. You did a great job and your players did a great job, so keep up the good work. I'm more I'm embarrassed that. My, for play, my team not was playing not playing Jalen. Oh yeah, you want to talk about that? Is that what you want to talk about? That's what keeps me up at night. I think I wake up sometimes and like, you dumb, dumb idiot. Why didn't you play Hurts? That would have put me up by about fifty points. Fifty six. <laughs> I did the math. But that that could happen. What happened to Derek Carr could happen on any weekend to anybody. Like you can't plan for that stuff. I I you just know. Can't, like. I really, really I, wish like, Vince was here so he could give you guys the real story of what happened. Um, Vince and I were texting back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, bro, I don't know who to start. This is tearing me up. And then he waits a couple hours and he hits me with this paragraph of like all these stats about like why I should start Car. And I'm like, you know what? He's right. I got to stop overthinking it. And I put <laughs> Car in and took Hertz out. <laughs> Oh, dude, you you're up by 18, which is really good spot to be in. But you would have been up by 56 going into this week. Yeah, and that's scary. I mean, we remember what happened to Vince after week two. 
um, yeah. on your guys' game. So it's like, I don't feel safe. Um, you, you shouldn't. Because I'm going to drop some stats for you, okay? Hit me. Well, I've, got, I've got complimentary stats coming towards you and towards me. It's a win-win, okay? Um, we'll start with you. You, dude, you are steady. And that's what makes me think I can't beat you this week. I just want to read your last five scores. 137, 118, 133, 108, 115. And that 115 could have been in the 140s, by the way. Um, so you're just, you're, it's always a good week for you. It's either good or great. And then there's my team. And this is what's scary because I might just totally tank or I might win. I'm going to read you my last six scores. 46. <laughs> Sorry. Did you, did you just, Brooks and my wife are laughing at me. 46, which was the season low for our entire league. Uh, the next week, 103. The next week, 182, which is a career record for our entire eight years. So, suck it. Uh, then I scored 82 the next week. Then 159 the next week, which neither of you sons of bees have scored that this year. And then 97. So mine is just, it's either like boom or bust. And so that's why I feel like I got a chance, Gabe. I can boom. If my team was just like steady, I'd feel like you got it. But my team can come out of nowhere every now and then. Yeah. So and I, I'm praying that the, the the Rams do Rams things to Seattle. And that's my and biggest hope. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, I know you're looking at Russ, who has been my starting quarterback every week except for the week he had a bye. I might put somebody else in because <laughs> he's been tanking. And the Rams last time they played, the Rams shut him down. The Rams are the best team against quarterbacks and the best team against wide receivers. And that is really bad news for Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. I have uh, I've been riding Russell Wilson in another league to the championship, and I'm thinking about sitting him tomorrow or yeah. this week or whatever that means. Yeah, right. You'll you'll get your for sure tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. So I'm thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> and then if like he took me all the way to the championship, I sit him, and he's going to put up 40, and I'm going to be like, no, which Dave can relate to. Hashtag Jalen Hurts. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, last okay, so last matchup. Uh, here's the other stats. Last matchup, Vince was up by 20 points, and I came back and beat him. And then last year, Tommy was up 20 points on me in the booty bowl, and I came back and beat him. So, Gabe, I love your team. Um, I got no nothing bad to say about it, but I definitely think I have a realistic chance. I agree. Do you? Would you like to make it interesting and forego the second place money? Probably not that. No, I'm going to say I have a chance. I'm not going to say I'm going to win. All right. <laughs> Actually, when I no, yeah, when I make this prediction, I'm I'm predicting you to win this game. <laughs> and that's not like oh, stay humble. Like I don't think I can beat you, dude. Your team is just too solid. Like even if I put up 150 points. You'll probably put up 130-something, and I still can't overcome the lead. I, we'll see. I, I'm mixing it up. I mean, last week I did the triple rookie wide receiver layout. It still did better than my wide receiver, so screw you. So, I, I mean, but this week it's totally different. I have Gibson. I have Bell. I have Jones in right now. So, like, we could see a different flip, or it could just be amazing. So, who knows? Hey, hey. Good luck to you, okay? Um, good luck to you. I'm going to need some revenge games. Here's here's a crappy sad fact. I've kept Joe Mixon, who was my first-round pick on my team this entire year because they keep saying he might come off IR, he might come off IR. He never came off IR since week seven. And I was just like, dude, he's going to come back at the championship and he's going to go off for me, and it's just not going to happen. And he's playing Houston, who's the like second easiest defense to run on. Oh, the timing would have been amazing, and it just never happened. That, that's my um, prayer with Le'Veon Bell, though. I mean, I drafted him early, and I'm hoping he didn't do anything all year, but now that CEH is out, it's Bell time in okay. the finals. That would be exciting. 
Well, I'm going to need Wilson if he plays, Eckler, Hill, Metcalf, Brown. I'm going to need my guys to go nuts to come back I like, against you. I like that the Gabe still has Taysom Hill on the bench. That's a, that's a baller power move right there. It is. And you know what? Yeah. I got all anxious when I saw that, and I was like, wait. Are they going to put him back in it? Like, are they going to give him tight end eligibility again? Because now, because now Drew Brees is the quarterback. No, this isn't fair. <laughs> uh, I feel like I feel like the benches seem pretty uh, shallow this year. With as like many players, like with having dealt like two two flexes. Yeah, I we, I don't know. Maybe I've just had so many injuries. It's like. I feel like there have been a couple of weeks where I like started anybody with like a pulse. Um, and it's. You're, well, you're totally the, right, Brooks. Like the bench, I mean, the bench has felt short this, this year. Every, we have one less bench spot and there's 10 more flex players playing every week. So you're speaking truth right here. Yeah, it's been it's rough been, on that bench. It's been a year with COVID and other such things. Mm-hmm. All right. Gabe. Gabe, I'm going to say you beat me by two points this week and win by 20 overall. Brooks or Gabe, tell me something different or the same. I don't care. I mean, my my gut is saying Gabe. He's got the lead going into it, and he's got a he's got Waller the baller, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. He's got he's got people that just are doing it every week. Um, but. So, I mean, I, I, if I were a betting man, I'd go with Gabe. But, you know, I'm, I'm up for when I don't care what happens, I'm up for a good fight. So I'm, I hope this comes down to the wire. That'd be super fun. And that's my prediction right there, dude, is I, I don't know who's going to take this. I think it's going to be within, within 10 points either way, and it's going to just be nuts. So I, I don't think we have any, like, Monday players or anything. Everything ends Sunday. Ooh. Ah, you've, you've got the Bills defense on Monday. I mean, I realize that might be changing, but uh, oh, dude, what That's if it true. comes down to a, what if it comes down to a Monday night game, dude? Just screaming at the TV. <laughs> I guess, I guess you'll know. Well, right, if it's a defense that you leave in, if you already have the lead, you, you pull them out. But That's what right. if you what if you need the defense to get you like six points? Ooh, that could be exciting. Don't put that on me right now, bro. Oh, 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 man, I'll put that all over your face and your chin. Um, all right, so Gabe probably wins that. And let's talk about the most important game of the year. This game, dude, like this game is way closer than I thought it was going to be. Like, it felt like the projections had – Jake losing by like 30 something points partway through the game. And I was like, Oh, Jake is dead. And Derek only has an 18 point lead on him. So fellas, what do you think about Jake's team? They suck, but go. (laughs) No, he's got the two Vikings wide receivers, one X with Stefan Diggs and one current with Thielen. Like, those guys are solid, and he's got Kelsey. Like, if those three show up, he makes it a game. And if they don't, well, he's screwed. Like, that's that's all it comes down to, I feel like, for his team. You don't think he's riding Michael Pittman Jr., who got one point last week? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Or Chase Claypool, how did, how did he end after that? Yeah. Game? Four, eight. Yeah. Four, I, you got to take Chase out, buddy. The, Pittsburgh sucks, I think. <laughs> I mean, they got to bounce back at some point. Um, Tom Brady's Tom Brady's been kind of boomer bust this year. Like he's obviously he's like ninth best ranked quarterback, but like there's some weeks where he's not great. But sometimes he puts up like thirty points, so it could could go in his favor. I think uh, I think he should sit the Forty ers D. I don't know what do you what do you think, Matt? <laughs> I, like, I, uh, I, I probably he's, wouldn't. He's got to. It's kind of a better defense than that out there. Yeah, I would. If he has the Titans D going against Green Bay. I wouldn't use them either. Um, I don't know. It's Jake. He gets crazy. But how about this on? How about this for the matchup? He's got Zach Moss, pretty good running back recently. 
for Buffalo. He's got Stefan Diggs, Buffalo, and he's playing against Derek, who has Buffalo, Josh Allen. Like, what if it comes down to, like, this mix-match thing of, like, Derek wants Josh Allen to do well but not throw it to those two guys, and then the run game picks up. Like, what if it all comes down to Monday night for who wins the junk? That would be the best. We're all just, oh. That's that's what I'm going to put in my prayers tonight. Let it come down to the Buffalo game on Monday night. Is CMC going to be back this week? Supposedly. That'd be pretty brutal for Jake. Here it is. CMC comes back this week. First or second possession gets hit hard, fumbles (laughs) the ball, and is injured. So he gets like negative points. And the CMC keeper just continues to haunt Derek. That's been probably one of the toughest picks this year because, well, kind of like Joe Mixon, where like you've just been waiting for him all year. First pick, and like he got two games out of him or something and held a spot all year. Yeah, he has 73 points this year. Ugh. That was a rough pick. Yeah. That. At least, like, at least Jake, who took Saquon Barkley, at least he knew he was out and, like, could drop. Well, did he drop him? He did. He's gone. He's he's a free agent next draft. So, you know, at least at least he knew and he could just, like, move on, <laughs> not waste a spot on him. So, but, yeah, this – both these uh, – both these really rough, like, number one, number two running backs <laughs> – Really, ending up in the ending up in the junk bowl. Yeah, and, dude. Uh, That's huh. well said, Brooks. Like these guys, they got CMC and Saquon. It's like, geez, Derek and Jake are going to be the real deal this year. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it really comes down to like, like player health, especially with that first pick. Like, like Gabe with Dalvin Cook, and then I don't know who's your first pick, man. Dalvin Cook was my second oh, pick. Oh, Derek, Derek Henry. Was he? Yeah, I picked Josh Jacobs oh. for my first. Oh. That's right. I wanted that, dude. That's and, crazy. Oh, dude, if I would have had Jacobs and you would have had Mixon, oh, I'm going <laughs> to say, Gabe, I'm going I'm to say my team would have been better than yours for sure. Anyway. It is a pity. Um, Looking at this, he's got Josh Allen. I – I would love to see Buffalo in the Super Bowl this year and then not win it necessarily, right? I mean, they're 0-4 in the Super Bowl. Might as well make them 0-5. Go Buffalo. Um, But, like, I would love to see him in it instead of Patrick Mahomes. So, I don't know. This week, I'm going to say Jake. Jake beats Derek this week by 10 points, but Derek still wins by 8. What do you guys say? I feel like... I mean, I think if CMC plays, I think Derek takes it. I think Jake has a chance if CMC is still out. So he needs CMC out to even have a, a consideration of a chance. That's that's what I think. But, I mean. I don't know. CMC coming back against Washington. Washington's defense is a pain in the butt right now. Gabe, what are you predicting? Junk, who's winning it? I'm predicting Derek to win by 10. I think one last kind of thing to note is um, Buffalo's won that like division or whatever. Um, There's a chance they might want to take it easy on New England, who's eliminated, and Zach Moss runs it the whole time, and Josh Allen doesn't do anything. But they Um, still want wins for positions in the conference. That's true. But it is New England. They're, They're dead. It's true. I, I read through Cam Newton's very difficult post to read because he only incredibly hard to read. Only special characters. And my friend For who's a special a, guy. I have a friend who's a pretty heavy New England fan. Um he's from the the Northeast. He's he's got all of those uh special northeast traits that you would see like the poor guys in Goodwill Hunting have. And he just had some really mean things to say about Cam Newton on social media and I could just hear a, a Boston accent. It was fabulous. Well, good. So, I've been hating on that dude for years. Guys question. Is there any news about 
about uh, Kansas City playing the Falcons this this weekend with Pittsburgh's loss. Like, do they have anything to play for this weekend? Because isn't that like non-division? I'm just wondering if like Kelsey sits or to who, you know, that home would... sits like this weekend. That would shake some stuff up, wouldn't it? That would be amazing. No Tyreek. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> no, Tyreek's got set from right. I think don't put that evil on us. I think uh Kansas City had something to play for with Pittsburgh and their record, but Pittsburgh keeps losing. Oh shoot. I don't know. We should look into it. I haven't done the research. Thanks, just, let's bro. just hope run the ball with Le'Veon Bell. That's all we can say. Yo, how about this? Jake gets to drag the junk all over Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday games. He's got players four days in a row on his team. All right, guys. I'm looking for predictions for the booty, for the junk, for third place, and the NFL Super Bowl matchup. Because why not? So the booty, I think Gabe wins it. What do you guys think? Um, yeah, this will be your first uh, your first win, right, Gabe? It will be. First, um, first one is special, it, but it, it's special. And this is your how many years you've been in the league? Is this your second or third? It's my second. Man, see that. So that'd be big for Gabe. This comes in, it'd be big. Um, the junk, uh, Jake takes the junk. What do you guys think? Agreed. Can't wait to hang out with him at a Denny's or IHOP or some other crappy chain. Uh, third place. Who do you guys think's taking that one? Vince or Tommy? Uh, giving it to Vince. There you go, Vince. Third place, man. You get that going. Brooks, do we still have you, man? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I can't remember what I said before, but Vin. I think Vince takes All it. All right, it's yeah, that, that's sure. the best game right now. That's all. We'll repeat that. I mean, part. I'm a little disappointed, Matt, that you would turn on our team and you you're not choosing the the Seahawks to go up against the Chiefs <laughs> and to take it. So uh, you feel like I should choose Seahawks? I'm choosing New Orleans with Taysom Hill <laughs> coming in at halftime because Drew Brees is hurt. To beat the yeah. Buffalo Bills, but you think it's Breaks the Seahawks? Other Twenty ribs. Yeah. How do, many I, ribs? do I really think it's the Seahawks, or do I just want the Seahawks to be there? It's hard for you me. Want... To... Dude, what's the Seahawks, that? I... That's a that's a good pick. You, I'm just not allowed to pick the Seahawks. I get a lot of hate. Okay. Like I get the Seahawks pulled. defense is a little rough this year. I think it's either going to be the Packers or the Saints. Uh, it's a tough one to choose. I think the Packers are the stronger team. So if I had to pick a team that I think is going to go, it's going to be the Packers, but I want the Seahawks. And I think it's going to be the Chiefs, but I want the Bills. So is that? I love it. But the the Titans could be a you know real. Titans could go in and ruin everything. Yeah. Do you remember them last year? Like they had two games where they were just like monsters, and then they had to deal with the Chiefs. And the Chiefs were like, "We know you're going to run." And I was like, crap, they figured it out. <laughs> Gabe, what do you think, man? Who's going to the Super Bowl? I'm calling the State Farm Super Bowl with the Chiefs and Packers. Oh, I get why it's called State Farm now. I'm just a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're pretty fast, buddy. You're pretty fast. That's awesome. All right. We got some Packers love. We got some Chiefs loves and even some Buffalo love. No love for um, the Packers. Let's make that clear. But they're gonna go. But they're gonna go. Um, Discount, double check. Boom, nailed it. And now it's got like racial diversity. It's State Farm's really showing the world how to do it. I love it. <laughs> um, dudes, great podcast. Uh, I wish you, Brooks, the best of luck at winning seventh place. Gabe, I hope your team chokes Thank and you. dies. But uh, it's been a heck of a matchup, and. Uh, at least uh, the shipping rates won't be that high for me when I try to get the booty to you. That's true. Very maybe true. I'll maybe I'll just deliver it. Don't you live like twenty five minutes from me? 
Where do you live, Gabe? I live at the mouth of Provo Canyon, so in Orem. Oh, nice. Yeah, you live 20 no minutes from me. I've never even been to your place. I'm the worst friend. It's okay. You're so are we gonna are we gonna meet up with Jake while he's eating oh, waffles? One hundred percent, Jake. Um, I know Vince is gonna tell you to do it in California so he can meet up with you. But just know if you're here in Utah, you got Gabe, you got Brooks, you got myself, you got Alex. That's four friends, okay? And who knows? Who knows? Maybe we could even get a special guest. You were married to her at one point in time. <laughs> That would be legendary. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm gonna I wanna cut this out so he doesn't even know it's coming. I, I think that's genius. Make it happen, Matt. Ah, uh, we'll leave it in the pod. Uh, I don't know if she, she and I weren't exactly friends. Um That'd be amazing. Okay, guys. Great podcast as always. Vince, we missed you. Here's to a fabulous Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday of football. And a good Christmas, fellas. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, man. See ya. Welcome to Jake's Kicking Corner. Start off, here is a little segment to get into our topic about onside kicks. In the 20s, collegiate football was the highest quality of play you could find. And surprisingly enough, one of the top teams was Vanderbilt, who started the 1921 season 6-0, putting themselves in position to compete for the conference title. But next on their schedule was out-of-state rival and defending conference champion the Georgia Bulldogs. Also undefeated, Georgia boasted the nation's best defensive line. No team had scored when trying to run through the likes of Artie Pugh, Bum Day, and Puss Welchel. The fearsome threesome, Artie, Bum, and Puss. Georgia came into the game favored and showed why in the first half, holding the Commodores to 9 yards while putting up 113 themselves. They headed into halftime with a 7-0 lead. That score would remain until the fourth quarter when everything in the world would change forever. Quick history lesson. While the forward pass further evolved American football, at the time it still held some roots from its predecessor, rugby. This included the offense's ability to kick the ball and recover it off the bounce to retain possession. This play was legal as long as the teammate recovering the kick wasn't ahead of the ball at the time it was punted. He had to be onside. He had to be onside during the kick. At the start of the fourth, Vanderbilt picked off Georgia and after a couple deep pass attempts, was forced to punt. Vanderbilt's halfback and leading scorer, Rupert Smith, lined up behind the punter and bolted for the ball once it was kicked. A group of Georgia players allowed it to hit the ground and Smith sailed over them to catch it off the bounds. Once he landed, he raced through them and into the end zone 15 yards away. He stuck around to kick the extra point himself and tied the game at seven which was how the game would end. Both teams went on to finish the season undefeated and joined Georgia Tech as co-conference champions. Over the years, the onside kick evolved away from its rugby roots because, well, we're Americans. We don't play rugby. We play football with our hands. That's the origin of the onside kick. And I'm sure Alex can relate with this rugby playing style. In a future episode, I'm going to share some cool kicks made by non-kickers, including a rugby-style kick made by none other than the one Drew Bledsoe. But I'm getting a little bit off track here, so back to the onside kicks. It was uh, my always it was always my go-to in Tecmo Super Bowl and Madden as well. There was always a high chance of recovering the onside kick. And one of the most notable onside kicks comes in Super Bowl 44, where the Saints playing the Colts and they opened up the second half with the onside recovered it and then went on to win the Super Bowl Uh, so from 1921 to 2018 the recovered onside kick rate was about 21 percent and when you think about the number of kicks made that's pretty high Um, in 2018 they changed the rules for the onside kicks players 
on the kicking team could no longer get a running start. So this created easy blocking for the receiving team and made for some new record lows of a 6% recovery rate. Pretty lame if you ask me. They also found when they were doing the brain damage concussion research that kickoffs actually yielded the highest rate of injuries and brain damage as well. So that changed a lot of the kickoff protocols over the last few years as well. So there's been a lot of changes uh, to the special teams unit. There was that one time, though, that the young Wei Ku kicked and successfully recovered three onside kicks in a row. Not him, of course, but his team. And if you listened to any of his special dedicated episode a few weeks ago from Jake's Kicking Corner, you would find that that was no surprise because that guy is a wizard in the kicking world. And he's like the dude perfect of kickers in the NFL. And we can use more wizards if, if you ask me. The NFL competitive committee and owners are in talks about changing the rules, possibly uh, giving the team that's behind more of a chance to win uh, using a, a fourth and 15 um, where the team that's behind can use a... Uh, can go for 4th and 15. If they convert, then they can continue using that rather than doing an onside kick. Um, the competitive committee approved it 7-1, to but then they didn't get a majority of the owners to vote approval for that. So, uh, so more to come on that when it develops. Um, with Chris, I mean, with Christmas here, it's the final week of the booty and the junk playoffs. I am seriously hoping for some recovered onside kicks by my team and some serious playing because there is nothing that I would love more than a Christmas miracle and to go visit Derek in a Waffle House. I'm hoping for a big comeback and we are going to make it happen. Merry Christmas to you all from Jake's Kicking Corner. Have a great one with your family. Enjoy some games and, uh, I'll leave you off with a little Young Ho Koo cap off of his uh, amazing uh, three onside kick recovery. So Merry Christmas. Onside kick coming. Three successful in the league this year. Does now got the ball free and it's recovered by the Falcons. That's one of the best onside kicks I've seen this year. But there is a flag down back at the line at the kickoff spot. Foye Luakon held on to it. It did shake free. The Lions recovered a non-traditional onside kick earlier today. Onside, kicking team number 83. Five-yard penalty. We play the kick. Russell Gage was offside. If you were watching the early game, Matt Prater just lined one into the leg of one of the up men for Chicago. And Detroit came away with a recovery. That was just the third in 37 opportunities this season. Almost a fourth. There's Gage, just a little bit of a head start. Yeah, but these are the problems that have really plagued the Falcons. The turnovers, the mistakes, the penalties. It's hard to I'd win. like to see that one up close. I'm not so sure about that. Do, do we have that, Fred? Do we have down the line where he starts? It's interesting. Terry McCauley, our rules analyst, looked over as soon as we saw that replay. We saw him step on the 35-yard line, Terry. Is this reviewable, Terry? This is not reviewable. No, no. But he's not offside. I don't think he is. His, his foot has to stay down until the ball's kicked, but his body can move forward as right. long as it doesn't yeah. break the plane. And it doesn't here. Yeah. This is not offside. You're mm. right, Coach. It was called offside, so Koo is back for take two. That, that is two great kicks. I mean, this play just doesn't these, these happen are hard These are so hard to get, and he kicked a perfect onside kick twice. So, Young Wei Koo, remember we showed you the trick shots earlier of the guy who just rolls it on the ground and picks up, this time leaning up against the kickoff tee. Well, they went, see, Vanderlaam, who's uh, playing in his second NFL game, he went to block and forgot about the yep. ball. Well, they're expecting Alvin Kamara had a chance. Alvin he just didn't want to run ball, into the linebacker. This was no, this was well kicked. 
So 26-15. And Alvin did make a business decision. <laughs> Look, look at the move that they made. They took Alvin Kamara and they put Michael Thomas, a more yep. physical guy, a bigger guy, over there. So here's Koo looking for the bounce again. He got it again. It's on the ground. Who's got it? Oh, my goodness. Did they get another they one? Get Are you kidding me? <laughs> did they get another yes, one? they did. They did. Oh, my turkey leg. Unbelievable. Coming into today, there were only two successful recoveries of onside kicks all year, and the Falcons just did it back-to-back, -back. and they're alive. These are amazing kicks, I'm telling you, to bounce this ball and give your guys a chance. Kamal Ishmael is going to come up with it. Again, Aluakon's hand. Tip, tipped it before Michael Thomas got there. What a game he's had. He's been all over here, and he was in both of those. Ishmael gets it. That's great effort. Oh, man. I always tell my kids, never give up on a game.